Hi my loves, I want to welcome you back to another episode of Love Let Me Solo. And like always, I want to start off by asking you, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Did you miss me? Because I missed you. <laughs> um, there is not an ex- enough excuses, but um, to be quite honest, there have been a lot of changes in my life and um it has caused me to just have a really, really jam-packed plate. And there's no excuse. There's no excuse. But we're back and we're better. Um, our season, season one of Love Baby Sola is coming to an end. And I'm so excited for what season two has to bring for me, for you, for all of us. Um, but I want to say I've missed you guys. Um I've had like somewhat of a cold and then my voice was gone. So it's just been one thing after another hindering me from being able to record, but I'm grateful for it all. Um, I, I don't know. I missed, I missed y'all and I missed this and I missed this space and I missed how, you know, recording makes me feel. So I'm so, so, so excited. Um, but I hope you guys are all doing well and feeling well and, you know, just as excited as I, as I am for this new episode. Um, but as you guys know, I do have kind of like a anonymous, um, kind of like questionnaire poll box where I have it in the bio of my uh, of love and solar podcast instagram and um it's also attached to the link tree with all of my other links and i asked y'all to you know send in some questions some topics some advice so i'm gonna talk about some of the things that you guys have sent me so um let's just you know dive on into this and if you also are wanting to send me a question, a topic, if you have advice on something, you can go ahead and click the link in the bio of Love Me Solo Podcast on Instagram. Or if you have the link tree, um, you can go ahead and click it and find it at the bottom there. And it's called Let's Talk Love because this is a safe space and it is anonymous. I don't know who sent these things in, but um, I hope that my words um, resonate with you. So, someone asked me who has been my inspiration to start a podcast. I think I touched on this a little bit in the first episode, um, in my introduction episode, but it wasn't necessarily a specific person. Um, It was just like a specific set of things. I enjoyed podcasts. I listened to Black women. So, for example, I listened to therapy for Black girls. Um quite often I also listen to Poor Minds which is kind of like my fun podcast um I listen to Babes Bible Babes Bible and Banter Banter Bibles and Babes I'm sorry I'm messing up the name but um there's like a handful of podcasts that I listen to and um when it came to me trying to decide whether or not I wanted to do one it kind of just really focused on the fact that I was listening to black women, which I loved, but they were older and um, they were talking about things that, although it was very insightful, I just haven't like reached that spot in my life. So it was kind of hard to actually 
um, connect to what they were saying. So I decided to create my own space for um, black women like me who are in their early 20s and just documented this my podcast is my personal journal and i hope to one day be able to look back and listen to these episodes and you know see how much i've grown but i also hope that my audience and the people that are listening also find a way to not only resonate with me but appreciate my transparency and my honesty and feel connected and know that we are a community in everything that we are going through despite what you know the outer world portrays so yeah, that was kind of like my inspiration um, to start a podcast. Um, and then someone asked about advice on not rushing through life. Um, they said, I'm 20 and I feel like I need to have everything figured out ASAP. I want you to know um, you are not the only one who feels this way. Um, I too, I'm 21 currently. I... I'm in the mindset of like, this is what I want. This is where I want to be. This is how I need to get there. And it, it gets overwhelming. And I feel like I often feel like I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do or I'm so stuck on what, where I want to be and how I'm going to get there and trying to picture my future life that I'm not really enjoying the current, the present. And that is very important. It's very important to, you know, enjoy this very moment. Um, that you're currently in because it doesn't last forever um enjoy the good enjoy the bad of it all um yeah it's it's easier said than done because of course everyone's saying you know enjoy this moment like live life and you know it sounds good like okay for instance when I was a freshman in college everyone was like oh you're a freshman you know you got some time to figure it out and don't worry all will be well don't even trip about it and now I'm about to enter into my final semester of my senior year and it went by really fast. And although their words were harmless and they were telling me to, you know, live life, enjoy every moment, I'm glad that I still had an idea in my head of like where I wanted to be and have somewhat of a plan. So what I will say as it is okay to plan towards your future and try to um, work towards those goals, it is also important to not pressure yourself um, during that, that you miss out on the current, that you miss out on the present. Um, enjoy this moment right now. Like, that's kind of like where I am right now with like living life. I'm realizing that life is very, very, very short. And, um, you know, a lot of the opportunities that we have now, a lot of the moments that we're experiencing right now, we might not have it tomorrow we might not have it in the next future um so although you are not the only one with um thoughts of what the future holds and pressure and trying to figure everything out i encourage you to you know it is great to have that plan and that mindset and want to you know have your life ordered in a certain way but it's also important to enjoy the current moment that you are in as you will not get this moment again um and don't be so hard on yourself i try to tell people all the time do not be so hard on yourself i know that like um it's it's difficult 
to not be hard on yourself when you know that you want to be somewhere in life. But I feel like there's there needs to be an equal balance with, you know, hard work and dedication, but also knowing when to rest, also knowing when to take breaks, also knowing when to enjoy the moment that you are currently in. So that is what, you know, I'm encouraging you to do. Um, somebody also asked about family pressures on you in relation to college and your future. So with, I don't know, my story is a little different. Um, I have a very supportive father who is 100% behind everything I want to do. He's kind of come to the understanding of it's my life. It's how I want it to be done. And his duty is just to support me in that journey. Um, I don't know what type of person you are and how um, outgoing you may be or how more reserved you may be. But I just want to remind you that your life is your life. Although your parents and your family have some type of like, um, they have an opinion and you know, you value their opinion because of who they are in your life. But you have to remember that this is your life and you're living it. Um, and I would say like baby steps. Okay. Like for instance, um, growing up, being a, a Nigerian girl, Nigerian child, it was kind of like, oh, be a doctor, be a lawyer, be an engineer. And although I did originally want to go into pediatrics, I wanted to be a pediatric doctor. Um, I got to college and I realized that my my love for psych psychology and my love for mental health and my love for well-being was greater than going to med school and being this person that my parents so-called wanted me to be. Um, and when I had that conversation with my dad, it was just kind of like, hey, I'm switching my major from bio to psychology because this is why I want to do psychology. These are the things that have happened in my life that have caused me to want to follow this way and do this and do that. And so that's what I did. And um, I think it's just having that conversation and going into the conversation, knowing that like, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to do what you need to do and what works best for you and what feels best for you. And at the end of the day, just do what makes you happy. Um, you're living your life for you, not for your family. So don't let those, you know, worries and pressures really get to you. I know it's easier said than done. It is so much easier said than done. But um, I just encourage you to, you know, take that step, stand up for yourself, be strong and firm in what you want to do. It's one thing to be like, oh, I want to do this. And you're wandering at the idea. You're you're inconsistent. You're unsure. Um, but when you know what you want to do and you're strong on that and you're firm on that, other people's opinions will not bother you about it and just be firm and strong in what you want to do in life you know um i feel like that's like one of the best ways um and then i'm just gonna take one more question but like i said you guys are always welcome to send me more i'll probably do like a part two because there's quite a few things um uh, but someone said when is the right time to allow someone within your body whether it's your heart, mind, sex, etc. Who? Now this question I might begin and we might finish later because I just feel like it can go in so many directions. Um, 
but I'm just going to relate it back to me. So I feel like the best time, the right, I feel like you'll know the right time to allow someone within you, within, you know, breaking those barriers down and letting all your defenses go. Um, Okay, for instance, one thing that my therapist talked to me about. So I struggle with letting people in, in a way of like letting people help me. That's difficult for me. I don't really like allow people to aid me in any way or help or buy me things or do stuff like that because I have experienced um, situations where someone did something for me and they rubbed it back in my face or they hung it over my head or every opportunity they had they reminded me of what they did for me so that created an ideal and a defense mechanism for myself and I was like yeah I'm not letting nobody do nothing for me no more I'll just do it all by myself which I'm and I'm fine with it but sometimes you need help and that was one of the things that I was working on with my um therapist and she was like well how do you know that someone has bad intentions for you when they um offer aid to you how do you know that they will you know eventually use it against you and I was like well I don't know but I don't want to just take that risk so I just rather do it myself and she was like let's work on you know baby steps let's try little things here and there and then you know work your way up you know try something small see if they uh do okay like for instance um yeah okay I'm I like this question okay I thought this was gonna be a little quick episode but I'm gonna answer it into depth so for instance um as I said prior I have a hard time asking for help and I kind of just like keep things in my head and I just don't want anyone to you know rub it in my face that they did this for me or did that for me so when I was talking to my therapist about it it was kind of like around the time of my mother's birthday my mom's birthday is always like either mother's day or the week the day before it's kind of like really close so I don't like to be alone on like my mom's birthday mother's day um her death anniversary I kind of like to either be surrounded by my family or people that care about me which most of the time is both. So um, this particular year, and it was last year, I was talking to my therapist and I was telling her like, oh, my mom's birthday's coming up. Um, I don't really want to be by myself, but I don't really want to ask anyone to, you know, hang out with me because I just feel like, I don't know. I just, I was just in my head about it. And she was like, think about the people in your circle. You know, when you ask for help, it doesn't have to be for strangers. It's for people that you know will be there for you. So... Think about somebody in your circle and try and ask them and see what they say. Now, if it goes as planned and they are there to aid you and support you that you need, you know, that was that first step that you made. And eventually you'll make more steps and more steps until those boundaries and that defense mechanism is down. And you know that you can not only trust and rely on this person, but they can support you in your time of need when you need them. And I reached out to my friend. She's not even my friend. She's like my sister. Um, shout out to Jessica. I reached out to her and I was like, hey, Jess, um, it's my mom's birthday today. I really don't want to be by myself. I was going to take myself out to breakfast. Do you mind coming with me? And she was like, 
yes like of course and she spent the whole morning with me and we talked a little bit in depth and I opened up to her about you know my mom because a lot of people know that my mom has passed but they don't know like how she passed um my relationship to her how it affected me um after why her passing relates to the type of person that I am now and uh how her passing and dealing with all of that related to the career field that I want to go into and the lifestyle I want to live. So like I was able to have those conversations with her and like, you know, we, we, we bonded over so many other things and we talked about so much. That's why I felt so comfortable to, you know, even ask my sister to, you know, come with me. But, you know, it was just kind of like that block, that defense mechanism. And I took that step. Granted, I knew that she would be there for me, but it was just kind of something in the back of my head of like a what if. And that was kind of like that first step for me. And it went well. And I feel like our relationship was already amazing, but me and Jessica are locked in. And it's just kind of like I opened up to her with my heart. You know, I let her in into my heart and I was vulnerable vulnerable with her and let her into a space that I don't normally share with other people and it went well. Um so when it comes to like knowing the right time, I don't feel like you will necessarily necessarily know the exact time, but I feel like once you get to that mindset and that space and time where you feel, well, let me just see. You know, I encourage you to do it. Now you don't have to open up every part of you and tell them all your your you know flaws and all the things that worry you, but you know baby steps, little things here and there to gradually build that bridge and to gradually break down that wall. Um so you are the determin determiner. Is that a word? You determine when it is the right time to allow someone within your body, whether it's your heart, mind, or whether it's sexual, you know, there's not a time um, range. It's not, oh, two months, three months, four months. It's whenever you are comfortable enough and you make that step, whether it's with a romantic partner, whether it's with a friend, whether it's, you know, whatever it is, you make that step and you decide like, okay, I kind of want to see where it is. I'm not saying you should jump in with all 10 feet, but you know, you can put a little toe in there, toe in the water and see where it goes. And then maybe move and put your whole foot in there, put your leg. Then before you know, you're in the water. And so like, just do it gradually, but do it when you are comfortable too. I do not feel like there's a certain time range with letting someone into your body, into your heart, into your mind. You just need to be comfortable enough with that person. And if you feel that you are comfortable enough with that person to try to, you know, build that bridge and do so, do it. I really enjoyed this. So please send me more questions and topics and ask me more advice. Um, I really love hearing from you guys. And I'm so grateful for your support. Um, it has really been so amazing. And I just, I don't know, I'm always filled with joy. And like, I just never really thought something like this could go so far. And it's only going to get better. I'm excited. Thank you for 
walking on this journey with me. But this is episode 10, and there are only two more episodes until season one is done. And, you know, I just want to say thank you. And as always, you are beautiful. You are enough. You are loved. Love, baby Sola.